welcome everyone to the Russell show I'm your host Russell Chaudhary I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode episode number 143 we have a special guest Simon and Helen so in this episode we'll discuss with the both of them the topic of building strong relationship with people so don't forget to subscribe leave a review on our podcast let's dive in Hi, Simon and Helen. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate you guys. So yeah, it's a pleasure to connect with you. I know last time we spoke about a couple of weeks back and had some few chat. So welcome you guys to the show. And how are you today? We're so good. We're happy to be here. Happy to be able to hang out a little bit and chat. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, just landed home, picked up our youngest and put her with the screen so that we're ready to do a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's great. So yeah, like we have like a wonderful uh, topic to discuss today, which is like how to have like a great relationship with people. So mm. before we get to the topic and have a discussion with you guys, I'd love to know more about you. Like how did you end up being an entrepreneur in business world? Like is that something you guys always wanted to start or like you had a dream or vision? I'd like to hear from Simon first, then I can go from Helen. So otherwise it doesn't get mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I, and that's definitely something that's been in my heart for many years. I I do see myself as a bit of a serial entrepreneur mm -hmm. in the sense that I I moved. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See me as that. Yeah. Um, I moved to Copenhagen, 21 years old, wanting to study. And midway through my studies, I started my first company and, and started doing that, working more with my company and less with my studies sorry yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so so many different companies and and i love the freedom i i i love the creativity which is uh, the biggest part i've always been a musician and yeah. a lot of people have asked me don't i miss uh playing music but i get to be creative every single day because that's really what it is to be an entrepreneur it's creativity in a different way so yeah i've definitely always had that in me that craziness it takes to be an entrepreneur <laughs> definitely yeah. And I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> never. <laughs> when we met, Simon was like, maybe you should start your own company. And my only answer was just no. <laughs> just no, never going to happen. Um, and I actually, so this is very purpose driven for me. Mm -hmm. That we get to talk about great friendships. I don't see anybody do that. And that is actually why I'm an entrepreneur, because mm -hmm. I couldn't get a job doing this. Yeah. I couldn't put this on the agenda in the corporate world, finding just somewhere to fit in. So yeah. I am thriving as an entrepreneur. I'm enjoying it a lot, but it was never a dream of mine. And it was not part of where so I saw myself being right? years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the, or the purpose-driven entrepreneur, because I don't, if we didn't have to build a company around this to actually serve people, that, but if we could offer it for free, I would be great doing that. I just mm. believe that when you want to help people, they have to have skin in the game as well mm. to actually do the hard things that you need to do when you're building friendships. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people like come up with like entrepreneurship accidental and probably frustration from my job. And a lot of people like they're born to do that. Like uh, in case of like a Simon and me, like um, I was looking after my dad's business since age 11, uh, believe it or not. That he had a cancer and he's like teaching me how to do business it's like you can be whatever you're going to be doctor engineer a teacher whatever it is but always have like a business on the side this is could be your main thing 
and whatever profession you do, you can do for free. You can be a doctor. Don't charge like a patient mm-hmm. for a fee. Just do for a fee as like a community worker. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was like a great lesson. To get to that topic we have like today's hand, which is like having a strong relationship with people. How mm. much importance do you see like having a great relationship could be your family, spouse or colleague or your workplace, your clients important to building a successful business? <laughs> I believe it's core to right. building a, a, a successful business. What I mm. was I trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Because so much you have to be in the right place Mm. you have to be in a good place to build a successful business Mm. and just just studies around loneliness shows you that it takes up a lot of mental capacity and it's actually a health danger to you if Mm. you are lonely Mm. but also if you are surrounded by relationships full of conflict that is also going to drain your mental capacity Mm. yeah And thirdly, as an entrepreneur, we say hello to the imposter syndrome. We say hello to moving out of our comfort zone all the time and dealing with all the emotional side of being Mm. an entrepreneur, which is really real. We need people to share the journey with and to actually feel at home with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think on top of that, I think entrepreneurs, we often feel like the odd ones out. Not a lot of people understand why someone wants to be an entrepreneur. Uh, they feel like it must be something about uh, driving for that extra money or something like that. But a lot of people just see the insecurities and don't get that. And I think as entrepreneurs, for us to be in the right room with the right kind of people, I think that's a mentality we all understand. I want to learn from the right kind of people that can put me in the right spot for me to succeed as a business. But what we sometimes forget as entrepreneurs, being in the right kind of room also means on a social, private level, private level, that people actually understand you and love you for who you are and push you on for that. So to have that right kind of people in your life, both professionally and private, is a massive difference in terms of how well you produce mm-hmm. once you're at work, when you're off etc so yeah i think it's a massive thing no matter if you're extroverted introverted outgoing or not having the right kind of people in your life is a massive thing yes (laughs) and and lastly building a business is about building relationships yeah with your customers with the people that you you learn from or even just building like fellowships around it yeah. So if you don't master the art of building relationships, we all know this from the sales funnel as well, that a big part of it is creating trust. Mm-hmm. And that is a relationship. So we need yeah. to be very aware of how we do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Like relationship is a main thing, main priority for me. It's been always has been. Either could be a personal life, in the business world or like a connection that's why like we yeah even me and talking that's kind of a relationship is building this is like our second conversation now probably we're gonna have like a few more times in uh coming days so relationship creates an opportunity also gives you like building the friendship building like understanding like what's going on through your mind like you and me probably can relate to certain things because both are like in the same entrepreneurship journey you can talk about mm-hmm. that obstacle you have to go through. Like I can share the same thing, like uh, my obstacle I have to go through. And that way, like you don't feel like alone, like you're not the only one going through the same obstacle you're going through. 
So having like a great relationship, I know like it's important and everyone understands at the same time, but not many people are like got that great relationship. Could be their employees, it could be their spouse, could be their friend circle. And while they're building the business, they forget about the relationship. They focus on that money mm-hmm. as an object, chasing more money and neglecting mm-hmm. their own relationship with their family members, friends. They don't have the time for their own, own self. So having their mm-hmm. own self-relationship is not actually working out. So how mm-hmm. you guys actually having a balance for great relationship could be your personal and professional life. At the same time, you're building your business. I'd like to hear from Helen first and I can ask Simon the same thing. I think it's, it's part of our weekly planning mm. that we look at our calendar because right. we, one of the things we talk a lot about is that if you can't see our values and what's important to us in our calendar, then mm. we can't really claim that we live our lives from our values. Mm. Yeah. So with that, for example, that Simon and I has been on a date today and spent time just being a couple. Mm. And you can see it in our calendar throughout the week that there are just times planned out for people mm. where yeah. we spend time with people that are important to us, whether it be our kids or our friends or each other or family. Mm. So, so that's definitely one of the ways that we make sure it's balanced is that we prioritize it when we plan and then we have really practiced a lot (laughs) a lot to go well now we spent the time that we set aside for our company yeah that is good enough because we can't we can't sacrifice here and now in our relationship for a future we're hoping for Mm -hmm. because when we reach that future without the people we love it's not going to be worth it no it's going to be too lonely. Yeah. Is that same thing going on with Simon as well? Yeah. And I, I think that's the funny thing about having us on. We definitely have a lot of the same ideas about things. But I think the mindset that comes behind this as well, for me, I'm thinking of the law of entropy. Mm. Everything that is not being maintained will decay. There is no such thing as status quo. It, it just doesn't mm. exist when we're talking friendships, when we're talking buildings, when we're talking our physical bodies, status quo is not a thing. And it's definitely not a thing when you're talking your business. And it's definitely not a thing when you're talking friendships. So having that mindset that you can't just leave it on the shelf for five or six months, a year, because I'm just doing this because everything else will then wither. Everything else will die off. So you have to be willing to prioritize and say, Mm. what are the things that are important in my life? And I have to work at them, period. And I think that is a mindset we have to understand. We only have 24 hours a day. I'm sorry. We only have seven days a week. You are sorry. I hate it. (laughs) But what do we actually do with that time? And we have to think about quality more than quantity. And what is important for me? Because I have to build that what I want to sustain, what I want to be there in a year, in 10 years, and so on. So I think that's my mindset as well in terms of friendships, building company and everything. The law of entropy is a rule and it, it is a matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing like you guys mentioned, like scheduling. So this is what I've been doing. Like I prioritize my family time first, then second my business. So my wife, mm-hmm. my baby is my main thing and myself. So I think like working five days a week is too much for me. So I don't see my family enough. And in the past, I worked six days, seven days a week. When I was mm-hmm. single, after wow. a month, like I reduced to like five days. And last 
two years since I've got a new child, I've been working four days. So Monday to Thursday, mm -hmm. that's my days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is like a three days. I need to give them 100% attention. So I don't check emails. I don't do anything else except yeah. sometimes I go scroll on the social media. <laughs> mm -hmm. So get some motivation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know yeah. like where I'm heading to. I'm not looking through like someone else's life. I'm just focusing mm -hmm. on like a TikTok videos and I just go for like wherever I actually follow. So probably it's mm -hmm. a Gary Vee, probably it's a, and, uh, Tony, uh, Tony uh, Robinson and those kind of stuff like I'm looking for, like inspiration mm -hmm. rather than like a negative stuff. Like uh, will someone be more ahead of me? Then I'll be like, oh, why my life is mm -hmm. not like that? So I do actually right. do that. Mm -hmm. And also yeah. I got weekly uh, things like we I need to call. So people like really, really close to me, make sure I call them weekly and find out how they are doing and everything. Someone like a distant relative, I give them a call once in a month and see like how mm -hmm. they are having that kind of relationship. And also when I'm like Monday to Thursday, even then with my family, my spouse, when I'm playing with my child, I'm not looking through my social media. I'm not looking through my phone or checking my emails. I mm. mean, having yeah, a conversation with them like a proper in the present moment rather than like a double mm. Same with like a team meeting. If I'm talking to my one of my employee, I'm having like a proper Zoom call because all of my employees working with virtually. I'm not scrolling my phone or like undivided attention what they're asking what they are mm. talking to me like i'm listening i'm hearing to them from my both my heart and my ears in the same time a lot of people they hear mm. it from the ears but they don't listen to their brain or like a heart in the same time so that's yeah. one my rule yeah. as well like a relationship without that like there is no point of like you make it same with the, like a simon like if you make so much money and you don't have like a partner to share with what's the point of that and same with the helen like exactly. you make so much if simon is not there for you right now and there is no point of doing that. So yeah, it's been a, you have to have a, like some kind of rule. We've been neglecting our children, our spouse, our employees with like another mm. uh, distraction. We bring our work mm. at home. Mm. We bring our family, yeah. our workplace. So them together, yes. it doesn't really yeah. actually go. Because you probably had like some kind of a fight or argument with your spouse, you bring that in the workplace and then all of mm. your work days ruined. And at the same time, something happened in their work yeah. and you bring it to home and your relationship is yes. falling apart. How do you balance everything? Like make sure, obviously you guys probably have a bad day in a workplace, that's normal as an entrepreneur business, things not gonna go as you want it. How do you balance mm. out like not to bring the argument, not bringing their upsetness, not bringing the the loss of the day on our home mm. to be honest i think for us it's 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 difficult right because yeah. i'm married to my best friend and my co-worker and and everything but for us it's it's all about killing the foxes um yeah. not making anything grow too big and and right. i think that's one of our strengths in our lives as well that we we're talking about the things before they become something of an annoyance and it's a balance that we have to keep in sense of that but the other thing as well is that we set aside not just to be colleagues not just to be husband and wife but also to date and to be parents so we're sure that we actually find that rhythm and as I, as we said today this today was a was a date day of course, we spoke a little bit business. We're passionate about it. Yeah. But we also just take the time to hold hands and, and be cuddly and all of those things that you have to do when you're a man and a wife yeah. um, and, and for us to find out. But there is a sense that we have to talk about the small things and make sure that we've dealt with it so it doesn't mm. become a big thing. And that's really been one of our key things even before we became colleagues. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we... 
in some sense, we don't try to balance it in the way that our, our friendship, our relationship is immensely more important yeah. than than anything we could do at our company. So of course, if we have a speaking gig or if we have a customer call, we will make sure to say, okay, we're going to pause this. We're going to talk about it later. <laughs> I love you. We are going to get through this. Right now we need to do something else. But otherwise our, our marriage just comes first. So mm. it's not it's not even a balance, if that makes sense. No. It is a priority yeah. that if one. something is going on with our kids, that of course we need to work on our company, but if something real is going on with our kids, then they're more important. That's just, I'm not going to sit 20 years from now and go, okay, I could, I could, I can build my company in 20 years. Mm. I can't raise my kids in 20 years. And I can't fix my marriage. If I haven't been working on it for 20 years, I can, I can't fix it. Mm. So this is so real for us that the relationships we have are just priority right here, right now. And then I think we're both good at going, okay, this is really hard. We're going to get through it. But right now we need to shift our focus. Mm, And then we make sure that we talk about when are we going to talk about it then? How are we going to deal with this later? Mm. But we set aside a time so it doesn't slide Uh and become one of those things that just kind of nudges you in the background. Mm. Yeah, like having the system in place actually working for you guys, right? Like, you know, like like, how to handle the situation. A lot of people don't have that. So how someone mm. can create a kind of like a system in place, like if things are not going right, how they can have like a healthy relationship in between. Mm. Yeah. There's so much in just starting to, to talk about expectations. What do you want? And this is, doesn't matter whether you're a colleague, your coworkers, your friends, whatever it is, actually being able to sit down and saying, this is what I would like. What would you like? How do you see us working together? What doesn't work? What does work? And there is so much about the vulnerability of actually, and I, I really don't care what setting we're talking, the vulnerability of saying, this is actually what I need. This is what makes me thrive. Yeah. And, and then being curious and, and mature enough to say, and how does that look for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're actually both vulnerable enough to say, this is what I need. Mm. but then mature enough to ask the other person. And I think that goes for any kind of relationship, but, but it doesn't come without vulnerability. And that's where it often cracks. We either don't want to be a, a burden or we, we take up too much space because we're not <laughs> ready to look at what the other person says, but yeah. the vulnerability of saying, this is what I need. Can, yeah. you, can, you, can you handle that? Um, I also think systems in a way of putting into your calendar mm, right. and, and that I just we forgot to say this we actually have a weekly on Fridays we evaluate our week and we have like has it been fun have we made yeah. a difference have we spent our time right and I think for people to I know for a lot of couples that we talk to as well just setting aside and if you're starting out good once a week and have an hour where if you have busy schedules you write down I need to talk about this I need to talk about this mm. and there are there's just, there's some beautiful things around this. First off, when you set aside time, you can start by framing what you're going to say, like, we want this to work. So that's why we talk about it. And framing just helps us all relax, mm. but also that setting time aside, make sure that we actually get there and we prioritize it, but we don't talk about it when we're in the red zone. Mm, right. So a system is actually having these weekly meetings where you talk about that. Mm. Yeah, that's a great way to think about, right? <laughs> like a weekly, mm-hmm. 
we have like a review going on, like in the family, what's going on right, what's going on bad, and what we need to be improved on. Yeah. Yes. And I yeah. start with my wife the other day, like uh, sometimes I find it like a difficult to stress management because of what's going on with my body, because I diagnosed with the IBD and my stress level fluctuate because my immune system. So it's not me stressing out, it's my body stressing out. And normally mm. something is going on, I can't take it. Even though my son is mm. hot temperature, I can't take it. I get a panic attack because of what's happening with me. It's a small thing is going on. Mm. I feel like it's the end of the world. And that's because of that. Like she goes, like write it down, what's actually bothering me for the week and review it with her. So she can actually help mm. me like finding out what's yeah. actually going on. So she's becoming my life coach. Oh, wow. uh, and yeah. it's been a great journey. Then after talking to her, like a similar way, like she's been like consulting me. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, I probably thinking that thing is end of the world, but it's actually not. It's just a minor thing because I'm not able to handle the stress level I have because of what's yeah. happening with me, my body. And actually having that kind of uh, discussion with her actually, uh, making me so much freer and um, coping with my anxiety so much better. So mm. men, especially like Simon can relate with me because we men, like we tend to sort out everything ourselves compared to women. Yes. They especially talk to their best friends and like uh, ringing their moms and like what's going on mom and this is just something I'm trying about today. And what would be like mm. the advice, well, men actually don't do that. Like we trying to solve ourselves and that actually builds up anxiety, depression and feel like a lot of thoughts come along with it because they feel like they're taking over burden. So what would be uh, advice from both of you? I'd like to ask Simon first, like what would be your advice for men like uh, not sharing everything with their partner and not having a that kind of relationship where they're able to share something, difficult moment mm -hmm. they're having and get some advice from someone? I think, I think the problem sometimes is that men don't understand the value of the relationship that they're actually missing out on. Yeah. Um, we are used to having relationships where we have a lot of bodies. We, most men are, are used to having maybe 20 or 30 bodies from schools, from, from uh, sports activities, from the yeah. army, wherever you are. And you have a lot of guys and you hang out in bigger crowds. And, and we have these uh, hierarchies in these crowds where you have the alphas and the betas and someone who just wants to hang around. But it's clear to yeah. see that there's always a leader and, and all these things happen. But those are not your, your intimate relationships. And you're not used to having... Uh, the depth of a relationship that you can have so now you're meeting up with a woman someone that you have fallen in love with maybe and mm -hmm. and you're seeing that that now there is an intimacy here so you you're seeing something is different from from when you're with men but you don't have a vocabulary to actually do it you don't have the understanding mm -hmm. of the vulnerability that it takes because we've never been trained to do that with yeah. our guys and so to be honest a lot of men need to rethink what a friend is because let me tell you like this most men don't have friends yeah most men only have buddies they're not deep enough in their friendship to actually have a friend where it's someone that really knows you they may have your back if someone wants to beat you up yeah. <laughs> but do they actually know you on the day where you hate yourself a little bit and don't want to meet anyone and that kind of vulnerability, that just takes a lot. And, and it, that is hard. And, and understanding the commitment that is, 
is something that most men have a hard time with. And I'm not saying that men are stupid and all of that, but I'm just saying it's for most people, most men, it's not part of the culture. It's almost not acceptable. Mm. Um, so to, to go to that depth is, is a very hard journey for many. It's not impossible. It's yeah. simple skills. It is, it is simple tools that anyone can learn, but it takes some looking inward and some decision-making. Do I want this or don't I want this? What do I want to pass on to my kids? What kind of culture do I want to leave in my friendship circles? And so on. It's very doable, but it yeah. takes some hard work. Yeah. yeah, and I think practically what you would give advice that I would also say is take time to figure out what's going on with you mm. when you feel triggered. Mm. I love, like you said, it, Russell, that I sit down, I figure out why am I having this panic attack? What's actually going on with me? Yeah. Because our feelings will always feel like the end of the world. Right. <laughs> And also we practically, we love the personality profiling system called the Enneagram yeah. because it gives you an amazing vocabulary for why you do what you do. What are your feelings patterns? What are your thought patterns? So it's actually a whole language around mm. your inner world. And we see that when we work with people around this and when we work with it ourselves, because honestly, this is a core tool for us in our relationships is a core tool for me in my friendships to yep. work with Enneagram profiles and how we're different. And that just helps you to get that vocabulary. So that's a way you can learn a vocabulary is mm. use some of the personality profiling systems. Mm. And then as a woman also, I just want to say, because I think that a lot of men feel that a woman wants a strong man or a woman wants someone who you can provide for them. Or a man has that expectation. A man is supposed to be like this. I'm not supposed yep. to have feelings. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know a single one of my friends who's not jealous that I have a man who feels, that I have a man who reflects on himself, that I have a man who actually is in touch and dares to talk about the hard stuff. Are you saying I'm not strong? Is that what you're saying? I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying you're very strong and I feel very secure with you, but I also feel secure because I know that mm. you look the hard stuff in the face yeah. and you don't try to hide it away. Mm. So for, for men who are afraid to step into this arena with a woman especially, just yeah. know that probably she'll appreciate it mm, oh, and yeah. feel closer yeah. to you and love you even more because I see that as one of the core things for all my single girls who are dating and in their late 30s. They're okay. like, I don't find a man who actually reflects around himself and that's not going to work for me. So yeah. that is also just knowing it will probably be loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally agree with you. Yeah, that's, that's a great conversation we had so far. Like we're coming to end of this podcast, Simon and Helen. It's been a great. So those who's listening, if anyone wants to learn more about your guys' work and reach out to you and follow you on a social media platform, where is the best place to find you guys? Yeah, right now, uh, look us up at Instagram. So that's Instagram forward slash Simon and Helene. So that's S-I-M-O-N, A-N-D and, and then Helene, H-E-L-E-N-E, Simon and Helene. And, and then you can find all our credentials there yeah. in our uh, link tree, it's websites and so on. But Instagram, Simon and Helene, that's the easiest way. All right, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing those. So yeah, that was a great uh, conversation I had like with you guys. And yeah, I related so many things together and it's been a pleasure like having you guys on the show. So I wish you best of luck with your both career and your personal life and business as well. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you. And Rachel, may I just say you are a very 
brave and strong man. Absolutely. I love the stories you share about how you relate to your wife and how you relate to your inner world. So thank you for sharing that and being open about that and putting that into to the world and serving it with that. Right. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. So yeah, that's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed our conversation. So if anyone interested in learn more about Simon and Helena, go check out their Instagram profile and reach out to them if you have any kind of question and thoughts. And yeah, until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, everyone.